Well, folks, Shaw Jerry Adams Arish, August to Silver Gumsa Gobel Shivsha Gumoy Maris Gora. So, big week of uh, anniversary events and visits by the US President Joe Biden and all that went with uh, that. And I've returned to that in a more reflective way, perhaps in a couple of weeks. But uh, it just struck me that, you know, the, the, the 25th anniversary of the Good Friday Agreement, which has attracted considerable national and international interest. And that involved me going back to the States for the first time in four years. And it just struck me that in that last 25 years, uh, a lot has changed politically, both here and in the USA. So I wouldn't mind to tell you the God's honest truth of it. I never saw another plane or the inside of another plane for the rest of my life. But when, when you go and you do these uh, trips and you meet stalwarts and you meet friends and you meet uh, folks who have been active on the issue of Ireland and on justice issues generally. It's always very, very uplifting. Now, I was really glad to catch up with so many of those friends and to thank them for the crucial role they played, some of them way back in 1998 and then some of them active since then are continued to be active. And if ever Irish America had any doubt about its political strength, it, it was evident in the presence of President Clinton in the Cooper Union event in New York. And at that was event I was delighted to be a speaker at. And the visit by President Joe Biden itself is another expression of that connectiveness, that link, that bridge between Ireland and the USA and Ireland, particularly and Irish America. And then the presence next week of President Clinton and the former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton at events in Queen's University, Belfast, again to mark the Good Friday uh, Agreement. And the Cooper Union event was hosted by seven Irish-American organisations, the Irish-American Unity Conference, Friends of Sinn Féin, the Ancient Order of Hibernians, the Friendly Sons of St. Patrick, the Brahan Law Society, the James Connolly Irish Labour, Coalition and the Ladies Ancient Order of Hibernians. And President Clinton reminded the audience of the challenges he faced in engaging with the process. He reflected on the decisions that he took, including giving me that first 48-hour New York visa in January 1994, his appointment of George Mitchell and the other initiatives that he was part of. 
And he was forthright in his call for the assembly and the executive to be restored. And the following night, I spoke at a dinner hosted by the Martin McGuinness Peace Foundation. So thanks to Marty Glennon and, and friends for their involvement in both events. And then the day after I returned and I was a bit banjaxed, I was in Parliament buildings where the Assembly Speaker, the Kyunkyoya, Alex Maskey had organised a really good ceremony to mark the 25th anniversary of the agreement. It's entitled A New Beginning and it brought together many of those who had taken part in the negotiations, those of us who are still alive. And again, there were reflections on the process and its outcome. And the choir of the Belfast School of Performing Arts was outstanding. And the young people from the Youth Assembly who introduced each of the speakers was a reminder that the future we are building is an investment in them. And thanks also to Donna Masters for her songs. And my remarks, I said, I believe Jeffrey Donaldson, when he says that First Minister-designate Michelle O'Neill taking up the office of First Minister is not a problem for him. So, fair enough. When the DUPs concluded its internal processes, then if you follow the logic of Jeffrey's remarks, we can look forward to a new phase of the Northern Assembly. And to be fair, no other scenario is viable. And I suspect that the DUP leadership know that. Now, given the DUP that limited space doesn't mean that the rest of us should be sitting around twiddling our thumbs. This, this present English government has no real investment in the agreement. So there is a heavy onus on the Irish government to use all the Good Friday Agreement mechanisms, including the British-Irish Intergovernmental Conference, to make progress. English direct rule is not an option. Our responsibility, that's for the future. The past will take care of itself. And let's plan for the day when we can all govern ourselves without the corrosive rule of London. In the past 25 years, we've fallen down many, many times. In fact, we're very good at that. But we're also good at getting back up again. We're very successful at that. So let's be successful once again. And our guest spot uh, this week is the very same Kion Kyoya, Alex Maskey, who will share his reflections on the negotiations that he was part of. Now, before introducing Alec, let me say two things. The last of these guest spots will be Michelle Gildernew, and that will be next week. But I, I want to mention we did a special uh, podcast with uh, Jerry Kelly, with Mitchell McLaughlin, with Barbara De Bruyne, and, and thanks for Martin McCauley for recording that. And we put that out twice and it's still available on Spotify and Buzzsprout and on, on this uh, Leargas account also. And the, the four of us reflected on our memory of those negotiations. And we're going to return to that perhaps around the time of the referendum and have another similar uh, 
discussion. So thanks to Jerry, August Mitchell, August Barbara, Tommy Puyak, Dave Schiff, Rinme, uh, Puinme, Saltas, our Cora, August, our Diasparacht, Vise, Gohan, Samuel, Domsa. But for now, Alex, it's Latsa, Shans, Akans, we and co into. Over to you, Alex Maskey. They say a week is a long time in politics, and yet this week we mark the 25th anniversary of the Good Friday Agreement. And we all should reflect on why, after 25 years, the agreement is not yet fully implemented. One thing for me is certain, and that is that republicanism is stronger now across the island than it has been at any time in the past century, with the continuing growth of Sinn Féin, the emergence of Civic United Irelanders, while other progressives from across our communities search for a new political home, including within a new Ireland. Now, I believe that the Good Friday Agreement remains a work in progress. However, I also believe passionately that it has successfully set the template for all of our politics since 1998. I would say, however, with some frustration indeed, that many commentators often name-check a number of participants and leaders in the negotiations. Now, I won't take away from anyone their contributions made uh, by many in making the agreement possible and effectively helping to end what had been the latest 30-year phase of conflict. But rarely do those same commentators get beyond citing Martin McGuinness or even Jerry Adams on a good day as architects of the Good Friday Agreement, despite the critical role played by them both and many others. But that's a discussion for another day. Building the peace process through the mid-90s was met with many great challenges. However, progress was made, though perhaps with two steps forward and one step back, until 1997, and that is when all changed. 1997, Sinn Féin was eventually formally admitted into the talks at Castle Buildings of Stormont. And as a member of our talks team, I had the great pleasure to work closely on a day-to-day basis with our late and dear friend, Siobhan O'Hanlon, who managed our administration with absolute professionalism and discipline. The part of my own work was to ensure that as many of our local party organisers and elected representatives could visit party castle buildings to observe, maybe, or participate in some element of the talks process in order to give as many as possible a greater insight into the process of negotiations. Because for us, this was essential to underline to our members the premise that negotiations should always be much more than what goes on in the room. In the room or outside the room, as activists, we all had to complement each other by campaigning, fighting elections, engaging with our communities and winning the arguments that we face day in and day out. At times as we moved closer to an agreement, the pace was indeed frantic, which only served to keep our team even more focused on the job in hand. But I must say that it was also at times nerve-wracking because we all understood how important, even historical it was, that an actual peace agreement could be reached under our watch, despite the many, many sacrifices made. Once agreement was reached on Good Friday, under the brilliant leadership of US Senator George Mitchell, we knew that our work was only just beginning, and once the referendum was a yes, we set about establishing a new assembly, and so on. But we knew that the experience that we had gained would serve us very well into the next phase of our journey.
Thank you. Gora Margaret Cara, and once again, Michelle Gildernever will be the last of the speakers in this guest spot next week. And just to finish, I uh, I love music. I love all kinds of music. I actually listen to the wireless, to the radio a lot. And I still have cassette tapes and vinyl from the 1970s. And I play them and CDs and an iPod. And I've also music on my phone. And what sparked this little uh, insert is that every so often my device organizes my music into what is called a favorites mix. So for those of you who share my love for music, here's a sample of what my phone has selected for me. It includes Bruce Springsteen and James Taylor, The Birds, Them, Kathleen Thompson, Sharon Shannon, John Spillane, Christy, Christy Moore, Lisa O'Neill, The Bothy Band, Cormac Brenhock, The Animals, Mary Cahillan, Planksteen, Liam O'Flynn, Frances and Mary Black, The Gloaming, Bob Dylan, John Prine, Pavarotti, Leonard Cohen, Cormac Bagley, Ry Cooter, Alton, Willie Nelson, Paddy Glacken, John McCormick, Coicheline Maud, The Chieftains, Ray Charles, Pete Seeger, Sean O'Shea, Clonid, The Saw Doctors, Luca Bloom, Mirren Neolov, Joe Heaney, Simon and Garfunkel, The Rolling Stones, The Beatles, Scarlett Bray, Woody Guthrie, Von Morrison, Willie Nelson, Aileen Ivers. So there you are. And it's hard to pick a favourite, like, like books, dogs and children. It's hard to pick a favourite song or a favourite musician. And I love many, many, many more. So let the music keep your spirits high. And just uh, on the day or so after... Uh, Joe Biden's visit here and you know we we Republicans do have issues with US foreign policy we do want to see the effort to bring peace here replicated in the support of the Palestinian people and there are other aspects of foreign policy the the blockade of Cuba which should be ended I, I certainly have raised the case of Leonard Peltier with all presidents that I've ever been in touch with. Uh, but notwithstanding our uh, disagreement with some aspects of US foreign policy, the role of the White House and of this president in support of the peace process has been a positive one. So I thought that we would finish with Woody Guthrie's uh, anthem this land is your land sometimes that song has been uh, hijacked because it's actually a song of the working people saying this land is and Woody saying this land is your land uh, it's a it's a a call for people to stand up it's an assertion of the right of working people so here we go Woody Dan Arai and Livsha Banakti August Gak Gia Vin Gunyar. Woody Guthrie, this land is your land.
this land is your land, and this land is my land, from the California to the New York Island, from the Redwood Forest to the Gulf Stream waters, this land was made for you and me. As I went a-walkin' that ribbon of highway, I saw above me that endless skyway, saw below me that golden valley. This land was made for you and me. I roamed and rambled and I followed my footsteps the sparkling sands of her diamond deserts all around me a voice was sounding this land was made for you and me when the sun comes shining then i was strolling and the wheat fields waving and the dust clouds rolling voice was chanting as the fog was lifting this land was made for you and me this land is your land and this land is my land from california to the new york island from redwood forest to the gulf stream waters this land was made for you and me sun comes shining, then I was strolling, and the wheat fields waving, and the dust clouds rolling, the voice coming chanting, and the fog was lifting, this land was made for you and me.